you for joining today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast, and thank you for having a desire to be your best at work and helping your organization achieve success. This podcast focuses on tactical actions to improve workplace culture, and these tactics align to our nine principles for organizational excellence. Today, I introduce you to a very special guest, Jim Roth, the founder and CEO of Huron. Our work at Studer Education is part of the Huron family. Jim's leadership positions Huron to be highly committed to hiring talented people, building an engaged work environment, and serving clients with the highest level of service. Jim is a trusted advisor to many organizational CEOs around the world. He's also a mentor to many of us at Huron. Jim and I were attending a company event where I had the opportunity to connect with Jim so that he could connect with you. In our last episode, I talked about an article that Jim recommended to us that helped me grow as a leader in person. The article is, The Future is Dodgeball. As part of our time together, I connected back with Jim to gain his insights on what this article means to him. I'm grateful to Jim for giving his time to us. Jot down one or two things you learned from Jim. Taking what you learn and putting it into action will help you be your best at work and grow as a person. Welcome to Accelerate Your Performance podcast. Um, I'm here today to our listeners to introduce Jim Roth. Jim Roth is our company CEO and founder, and it's just the greatest pleasure, Jim, for me to be with you today and to interview you and learn from you. Well, Janet, I think so highly of you and the work that you've been doing, and I'd love to be here and excited to do this with you. That's great. So let's start out. Just tell our listeners a little bit about you in terms of your experience and how you became the founder and CEO of Huron and what, you know, what, what led you there in your life? Well, it's kind of a long story, so I'll keep it short, but I, you know, I've been a consultant my entire life and um, the firm that I was working with uh, had some major well-publicized challenges and so it eventually went under. And at that time, after 22 years of being with Arthur Anderson, um, we had to sort out what we wanted to do. And so we, and a number of other people formed Huron, this is back in 2002. And so it kind of all happened abruptly. It's not as though it got well planned out for years and years. Um, it happened relatively quickly and we didn't know where it was gonna go. So, so we did that and then we started and we continued to grow a practice that really focused, my area of focus was in higher education and academic medical centers. And we began to grow that, and that's kind of where things started. So yeah, so just kind of took that leap of faith into into the organization, and um, you know, my background is higher education. I just enjoy the conversations you and I have about the future of higher ed, and and uh, so we're going to spend a little bit of time today, you know, talking about the future. Um, so you know, as we as we start that conversation, let's dive a little bit deeper into um, talk a little bit about Huron. You know, where. Mm-hmm. Where are we today with Huron, and you know what do we value as a company? So I think there's there's you know there's probably when I think about how best to describe what it is we're doing as Huron, you know, our goal is really to help um, our clients transform themselves so they can kind of own their own future. That's a term that we've used, and I think if you really piece peer back what that really means, it really means that that it is a very evolving business or world out there for a lot of people, for our company, for our clients, for our people. And we try to help um, our clients, our people, even the communities we serve, get to the point where they feel that they are in control of their own future as opposed to having the future happen to them. And it's kind of an important distinction because I think you have to feel confident going forward that you have a plan and you want to execute it and you think it's going to be successful. 
in this rapidly changing environment. Um, and that's what we try to help them do. Yeah. And, you know, I think, I just think as I listen to you, Jim, you know, some of the work that I'm doing right now in higher ed, the, the, it's just a change in leadership, you know, constant change of people in leadership positions at the top. And it's really helping, helping the individual executives we work with to move to another organization and then helping the organization they leave really continue the work to help define who they're going to be. Do you find that when you're in the field as well? I, I do. And, and, you know, there's probably in, in many organizations, the easiest path is just to maintain the status mm -hmm. quo and make modest incremental changes around the edges. And I think it's our view as a company that that's not going to be adequate in nearly every industry we serve and for nearly every one of our clients. So if you accept that you're going to have to change, I think, and you're going to go through the pain and challenges of changing an organization and trying to get them prepared for the future, you know, the real question is how do we go about doing that? I think that's where our company excels. I think it's where, that's where our people excel. Mm -hmm. And that to me is, is the exciting part of this. And, and the part that I feel good about is that, you know, it's not as though we just preach this out to all of our clients. We've actually done, we've really taken the same lens to our own company and gone through very significant change internally, and we're still doing that as well. And so I feel like we've become better consultants because mm -hmm. we have had this ability to go back and say, we're not just going to talk about what everybody else has to do. We're doing it ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah, that's how we learn. I mean, we learn for what we do, and we learn as we teach our clients, and I, we learn so much from them as well. So, you know, it's um, when we were at our, our annual leadership meeting, you... Uh, um, recommended that we read an article called The Future is Dodgeball. Uh, really enjoyed reading the article and enjoyed the conversations that you had during the meeting about that article. So what, so what do you think this article is so important you know, to leaders? Well, I'll, I'll, for a couple reasons, Janet. I think the first one is, it, first of all, it, it kind of, it, it honed in on something that's very important to me, and that's kind of reading and being aware of things that are going out in the world it's an interesting place and the more you read the more you get exposed to different people to different cultures to different perspectives uh, to different uh, industry pressures if you're talking about it from a business perspective you put all that together and and um this are the point of the article was you got to expose yourself to that that's where ideas come from and that's how you become a better person and a, and a better leader and you know, in our case, a better consultant. So the objective was to do that and to feel comfortable that you're gonna get out there and expose yourself in areas that you may not entirely be comfortable. That you and when I say that, I, I mean, like, are there new ideas or new perspectives that people have? There's always this reticence to go back and say, well, that's not what I do or that's not my uh, experience level. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm not sure we have that luxury to go back and say, we'll just carve out the things that aren't gonna be applicable to us. I've said many times, I think our clients are, are, are looking at these things ourselves, they're looking at themselves, they're looking at world events, they're looking at economics, they're looking at politics, they're looking at all these other factors that are kind of influencing the world today. And, it, and we have to be comfortable doing, being in that environment. And if we're not in that environment, and if we're not comfortable being uncomfortable, I think we're going to be challenged. Yeah, you know, and I go back on the on some of the episodes, I tend to go back to some old work, but Peter Singe's work on, you know, creative tension and intentionally creating the right amount of tension, not too much tension that paralyzes people, but really the right amount of tension. And then to pull away from that and push in and pull away, you know, and it's just in, um, I found, 
you know, just personally with myself, having to develop myself as a leader, that's a significant for me to do. And then working with our clients, you know, that's really significant. It's to know when to push and pull, right? And, uh, and really being comfortable with that discomfort. So I just appreciated that article. You know, and so as, as we go back to what our purpose is at Huron, which is helping organizations, you know, transform to prepare themselves for the future, what three things do you think are, are most important for our clients to help them prepare for their future? Well, I think there's a number of things that, that are probably the most critical. I mean, first of all, as we've been saying in the last few minutes, I think they really have to kind of be open and aware of things that are impacting their business. And, and you know, technology plays a major role, whether we like it or not, in healthcare, the whole um, consumer um, ism is really becoming a major consideration because it's been mm. it's enabling a lot of kind of non-traditional players to come in um, in education the same type of thing where you've got new types of of, of, um, technolo of technology that's really enabling people to come in and and, um, and provide education in a much more yeah. efficient way so there's a lot of things I think you just have to be aware of what's going on and that that to me if you don't start there then you're never going to be able to craft a strategy I think the second part would be that if you and your leadership team feel like you've got a reasonable sense and where things are going, then the next question is how do you lay out a strategy mm -hmm. to get to the point where you'll be successful in that changing world? And so, so developing mm -hmm. a strategy is great, and it could be perfect on paper, but you know, guess what? The, the, <laughs> most, the third part, I think, would be to have, be in a position to execute that. And yes. I think that's where the leadership really comes in, because you've got to prepare your people and your teams to be effective in that environment. Yeah. And I think those are the things that are probably the most important for, yeah, uh, for a leader love, to be thinking about. You know, I, I, I love that, Jim. And yeah, just, you know, again, just being in the field, learning so much, I find, um, and I don't know if you find this as well, but where people fall down is in that execution part of the work. I mean, they can, they can maybe they, they could build a good strategy, um, but their ability to really execute to that strategy consistently, continuously, and align the leadership to move forward in that direction is just a really difficult thing to do. It, it's a very difficult thing, Janet. And I, and I think one of the things as a leader that's probably one of the most important things is to be upfront and honest with the people in your organization mm -hmm. to let them know what you think we're up against and have confidence that we can pull it off, but also let them know that we're going to have to work together as teams, yeah. maybe in different ways we've done before. So. As you know, at Huron, we, we talk a lot about collaboration, and that to me is the key because there's no one person in our organization, certainly myself included, that has all the knowledge of these things. We really need to kind of come together as a team to make sure that we're going to be able to execute properly. Yeah. And uh, and that's actually the fun part to do, but it you know everyone's got to put down their guard a little bit and have yeah. confidence that it's going to work out. Yeah, and you've really um, you've really been a great leader to us, Jim. To to talk about that message and not just talk about it, but, you know, I, we saw a lot of progress in our own company in the last year or so with collaboration, and you've really helped us understand how to do that better. So I appreciate your leadership in helping us bring ourselves together as a group of leaders in a company. Well, it's been fun for me because actually I had very little to do with it. I think it was really everyone else's ability to acknowledge and recognize that these are the issues. And, um, and that they actually came together. And when I look at the degree of collaboration that's occurred in our company and how naturally it occurs right now, I think it really is music to my ears. But more importantly, I think we're way more effective with our clients 
in helping them bring in, bringing in multiple perspectives, multiple competencies together. And I, I think that's something that we can do that has made a big difference yeah. for our clients and for our company. I do too. So as we leave today, um, will you just give a, as you think back to our work and our company and the future is dodgeball, you know, what, what do you want to leave our, our listeners with today as a final thought on something that they could go out and do this week or in the future? Well, so the easy answer, Janet, I think to that, to start out with, and this is where I sometimes sound like a broken record because people that know me know I talk about this a lot, but you got to stay engaged. Mm -hmm. you got to stay engaged. And I think that means all kinds of things. Uh, it means, you know, being aware of what's going on in the world. And, and the best way to do that, I think, is to read, read a variety of perspectives, not just one. Um, be prepared to understand different opinions um, and, and why people feel the way they do. I think those are so important. So I think that's certainly one. The, the, um, the, the dodgeball article certainly encourages people to get out and meet with people. Mm -hmm. And that's something else that you can do. And when you're meeting with those people, do the best you can to ask questions and listen as opposed to talk. I, I, I learn very little when I talk. I learn a lot when I don't talk. Yeah. And so um, that's a good thing, I think, to be able to do. And, um, and you know, of course, just to be able to um, uh, just, just try to get to the point where people are really, you're, you're trying to understand the environment that, that our clients are working in, or if we're just having social discussions, try to get to understand people because it's, there's so many different issues and so many different perspectives that are impacting people today. And I think you learn so much when you get exposed to other people and talk with them. And I would just encourage people to do that. I think it's a good thing. And um, I think you end up becoming a better person. I think it enables you to become a better leader. And um, I would say those are the things that would I would recommend the most for people yeah. that are listening. And well said and great advice. And um, I listen to your advice. I appreciate you as a leader. Appreciate you as a person. And thank you for being with us today. Well, Janet, so much. Thanks so much for having me. Okay. I appreciate it. This week, take one thing you learned from Jim and put it into action to grow as a leader, an employee, and a person. I'm grateful for Jim's leadership and the service he provides to others. He's helped people be the, their best at work and achieve organizational and personal success. Thank you, Jim. Thank you for tuning in to Accelerate Your Performance. I look forward to connecting with you on our next episode focused on the nine principles for organizational excellence. Have a great week.